Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Good morning, everyone. I hope you are all smiling today and enjoying this beautiful Sunday that we're having. I'm so glad to be in his service. Today, just for the next few moments, I want to talk about discipline. And that word can sound a little scary. I don't know about you, but when I was little, I was usually the one getting in trouble. My sister, Renee, as you all know, is an absolute angel from God, so much so that she would often report my crimes just because she didn't want to be a party to anything. So I was the one getting disciplined, and she goes, you know, I just... Mom and Dad, I'm going to go ahead and share with you what Jessica has done because it's just weighing on my heart. So discipline usually in our minds means getting in trouble, right? Well, no, today, just for the next few moments, I want to talk about self-discipline or self-control. And a definition of self-discipline is to train in self-control or obedience. And this season that we're in might feel like a little bit that we're out of control of our environment, and we kind of are, right? We're waiting for the next shelter-in-place order. We're waiting for next orders from the government or orders from you know, state and local government as well. And so it can feel a little bit like we don't have control over what's happening around us. And the wonderful thing, though, is even though I don't have control over what's happening around me, I do have control over myself. And I'll tell you guys, I'm always honest. The first week of this happy little shelter-in-place order, boy, I was like on vacation with it. I was just eating every 10 minutes. The, literally, I've gone through I don't know how many boxes of Captain Crunch cereal. That's like the best thing ever with whole milk. has to be whole milk vitamin D. Thank you. But no, it's so, so good. And the first week of quarantine or whatever you want to call it, oh, it was like I had a week off from work, I felt like. I was in my pajamas. I wasn't doing much of anything. And I was like, this is great. But then week two rolls around and you're going, okay, I got to... I got to get a little more structure back to my house here. I got to get a little more structure back to my day. And truly, it makes a difference in how you feel. And so now, what are we, week three, week four of this? I've kind of lost track. I honestly don't even know what day it is other than Sunday. But I couldn't tell you the date, so blessings. But now, I've changed things a little bit. I have purposely become self-disciplined in this season of being home. And in this season of working from home and only getting out when absolutely necessary. So I'm going to share with you guys some of the things that I've been doing and some of the things that have been helping me. And hopefully it will help you too. You know, change equals opportunity. People don't like to think of change as opportunity. But truly, change, if we're looking at it from a positive perspective, equals opportunity. So I looked at my day and I'm like, what changes can I make outside of eating Captain Crunch? I'm sure there's more valuable ways to spend my time. And there were. So for starters, every morning when I get out of bed, I make my bed. And some of you might be going, you didn't make your bed before? No, 
I never made my bed because I was always running late for work, just barely making it, trying to get ready, grab a coffee, get out the door, maybe grab a lunch. No, I would never make my bed before. But now I get up in the morning and I make my bed. And the whole I don't have time, no longer an excuse. I've got five minutes to make my bed in the morning. And actually, it's scientifically proven that making your bed in the morning gives you a sense of satisfaction. Why? Because within the first few minutes of being up, you've completed a task. There's science behind it that actually making your bed can lower stress levels, it can improve your mood, and guess what? You have a tidier home. Your room could look like an actual hurricane blew through it, but if your bed is made, suddenly it looks better. It's like, wow, this, it feels great in here. So make your bed. I've been making my bed and it feels great. And then I start my day with the word of God. That's not something that I used to do. I used to read my Bible before bed, but I've changed that. So before I even start my day and go get my cup of coffee, I spend about 15 minutes in the word of God and just reading my Bible and praying and thanking him for another day. And I, I can't explain to you, but there's such a peace and an encouragement and a joy that comes in just spending a few minutes in the word of God. God is his word, and his word is God, and so it's just life-giving. You want words of life? You want encouragement? I don't reach for my phone. I reach for my Bible. And then we've talked about this before because I'm a big stickler for gratitude, but write down five things that you're thankful for. I write them in my planner for work, but you can grab a blank sheet of paper or just mentally go over five things that you're thankful for. You really can't start your day on the wrong foot if you're grateful and if you're thankful. So I really encourage you to do that. And if, you're, if you guys are going, wait, I'm sorry, what? I have to make my bed and then read my Bible and then write down five things I'm thankful for. I'm out of time. No, you're not. I can get all three of those done in less than the amount of time it used to take me to drive to work. So do it. Start your day on the right foot. And if you're like me, you are working from home in your pajamas, unless you have a Zoom call, which I don't because I just keep everything like, oh, I'll have a conference call with you. I ain't doing any Zoom meetings. So guess what? I'm in my pajamas. So you don't have the time to get ready either. And you know what? If you are working from home, I encourage you to make sure that your computer is turned on before you're actually supposed to be logged in for work. How nice to show up early because you can, because it's right there. So I've been challenging my own self every day to not only show up on time for work, but to be logged in early, start checking email, start getting back to people that are on different time zones. It's a really great way to show excellence in your job. And then if you're a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, and you were before all of this started, great. Pick a project around the house. Sometimes if you're worried about getting kids to soccer practice or to cheer or to whatever, to get dropping them off to and from school, and now that's not an option, really. And I know a lot of parents are being teachers at home right now, and I know that's taking up your time. But when your kids are working on their work, pick a project around the house. Do something that'll make you feel better. You know that closet that you guys throw everything in and then run and shut the door and hope that no guest thinks it's the bathroom and goes in there and everything explodes? Clean that out. Do a little spring cleaning. It'll make you feel better. We all have things 
around the house that we say that we'll get to when we have time, don't we? Oh, I'll d oh when I have time, we have time. Let's start making our homes more beautiful and doing wonderful things around the house that we've always wanted to do. And then the next thing that I haven't been doing, and again, I'm just sharing you guys, with you guys what I'm doing. I don't check social media, watch YouTube, get on Netflix, anything like that until after 5 p.m., just like a normal day at work. So because you're home and you're not down from your boss, don't think that, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to have this on or I'm going to watch this or do that. You can catch up on all of that later. Believe me, after 5 p.m. when you pick up your phone, anything that somebody has posted on social media will still be there. So I don't check social media until after 5 because then my time, 100% of my focus and energy can be spent on my work day or for, for a stay-at-home mom on a project, just putting your energy into that. And then another thing I've been doing is exercise. Shocking, I know. I'm, I'm shocked too. I can't believe it. But I've been exercising pretty much every day. And at least just getting outside, getting some vitamin D, getting some sunshine. You can't be out in the fresh air, walking through the grass, walking through your backyard and not feel good. It just makes you feel good. And if you're not able to really exercise, why not just go for a pleasant walk around your neighborhood? and just get some fresh air, but that'll really put you in a good place. And it's amazing what you can accomplish if you're really self-disciplined with your time and how you're spending your time. You know, Jim Rohn said, discipline is the bridge between your goals and your accomplishments. See, the goals is what we all want. It's what we dream about. It's what we say we'll get to when we have time. But then the discipline is actually the steps that we need to take in order to accomplish the goal. And there's nothing like, I don't, maybe not for you, maybe you could care less, but for me, for my personality, I get so much joy out of a crossed off to-do list. At the end of the day, if I've accomplished something on my list, it's like, oh, thank God, that feels so good. That's one less thing I have to do tomorrow. Or it steps towards something greater but guess what? Once those steps are taken, I don't ever have to do it again. I'm that much closer to my goal. So when we are disciplined with how we are spending our time, we're going to automatically have more self-control over our attitude because we're actually accomplishing something. And we'll have more self-control over our emotions. And we need that right now. We need some self-control. And emotional people, everybody has an emotional friend. That's just like, we'll blow up at the first anything. It's like, oh, my, what is happening? Drama, you know, whatever. But emotional people are quick to lose control of themselves. And the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28, whoever has no rule over his own spirit or emotion is like a city broken down without walls. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be like a city without walls. I want to have some self-control. So we've got to stay positive. We've got to stay grateful. And if we count our blessings every day, we can't help but smile. And I don't know who said this quote. I tried to find it, but I don't know who said it. But it's great, and I want to share it with you. It says, even out of adversity can come great opportunity if we have the courage to pursue it. Even out of adversity can come great opportunity if we have the courage to pursue it. 
this time that we're in, there's room for opportunity. And there's room for beauty to come out of this season that we're in. And believe me, there already is beauty coming out of this season that we're in. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I've told you guys this before, but failure is not an option. Fear is a lie. It's a spirit, and we won't receive it. And failure is not an option. And I told you guys this last week, but I refuse to come out of this the same. So what are you accomplishing with this time? What goals have you met? How have you challenged yourself? Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things. I want you guys to say at home, all things. I can't hear you, but I believe that you said it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you can, even in a pandemic, even in this season that we're in, even when I don't understand what's happening around me, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So set goals for yourself daily and accomplish them. Let me tell you something right now. You were made for more. I don't know what you're doing, but you're made for more. You're capable of more. God is with you. Remember that. Remember who you serve. Remember who you are. You are a son and daughter of the Most High God. So failure is not an option. And if you have a 2020 goal that you've set for yourselves or several, if it's on your heart, if it's on your prayer list, set daily little goals to get to that bigger goal. Take steps to get towards where you want to go. A small step forward today puts you that much closer to your goal when you wake up tomorrow. You know, baby steps are a good thing. I don't know if you've seen a sweet little baby running around. They can get pretty far pretty fast. And yeah, they've got tiny little feet, but they're making steps forward. And even a small step today is going to get me that much closer. We are living in a time, you guys, that's going to be part of our history. It is. And it's going to be written into history books printed in future history books of America, how will you remember this time? How will you come out of it? The best is yet to come. Remember who you serve. God's got this. And you know, forget, I mean, I know we just spent the last little bit talking about self-control, but above all, remember who's in control. Jesus. So he's the author of my day, he's the author of my story, he's the creator of the heavens and the earth, and so don't you know he's got his finger on the pulse of everything that's going on? God is with us, God is with his people, he is in control, and I'm going to have control over what I do through Jesus to be the best that I can be. God bless you. Go get them. I love you guys to pieces. I miss you. God bless you. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.